Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the vlogcast. In this case, in particular, uh, crap, I forgot my hat. Holy Crap, the vlogcast. A vlogcast that comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. The vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because, oh, man, we just love talking about stuff that pisses us off. Don't we, Joe? Part of this is to follow I don't know if my blood pressure can take it much longer. Uh, part of this is to follow through with the old adage, sometimes a journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble all over the place. You can find me pretty much anywhere under that name, S-H-U-J-I-N. For those of you that are watching uh, on YouTube, yes, it's actually on the screen and everything. I'm, I'm working on it. It's a work in progress. Let me go ahead and introduce you to who is here. We'll see how this plays out uh, shortly. From the Midwest of the U.S., Bridget, good evening. Good evening. From just to the right from there into Ohio, Joey, good morning. Howdy. I'm forgetting. Which time zone are you in? Is it morning or is it still night for you? I'm still in the same time zone. Okay. Now, I, to be fair, to I be am fair. now at... To I, be I, fair. To be fair. I am now literally within half an hour's drive of changing time zones. I am at the very, very edge of the eastern time zone, but... Nonetheless. Okay. And from just uh, just around the, the spot where, you know, people are kind of going, um, wait, we, we still have a, a functional government, maybe? I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell. Unredo Tech, good morning. Good morning. Um, I wouldn't call it a government so much as a menagerie. That's your big word of the day f- today, folks. Yep, pretty much. And like cluster. Let's see if I can do this correctly again. Um, imagine an imaginary menagerie manager imagining a... Men- don't do not do this. Don't do you this. Are it's far, you need more far too sober for that one. You need more coffee. Yeah, we will see. And from the top left-hand corner, North America, Dallin joining us uh, just just a little behind schedule with reason. So you know, no, no worries uh, yeah, there. there. There was a uh, there was a movie and a steak dinner involved. Oh, perfectly understandable then. So you know, priorities. Good good reason. Yep. Yeah, I'd say so. So of course, everybody, thank you very much for being with us. Hope that you're uh, ready to have yourself a good time. Uh, let's see who was it that uh, chimed in over there. Uh, Chip, no idea who the hell you are. Um, I'm going to assume that you were being um, cute. I think, I think he was referring to the topic. Could be. Could be. But in any case, um, yeah, great. Uh, Trippin- gi- I, to be fair, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, but mm-hmm. there's that. that. That's something we do here. Yeah. Trippin, also. Hi. Good to see you over there. Um, yeah. Three dislikes already. You know what? That's fine by me. That means that people are actually paying attention to us. Remember, whether people actively like you or actively dislike you, they are actively involved. It's when they (laughs) completely ignore you that you have to kind of whimper in the corner and try to figure out what's going on. Whatever. Be there as it may. Uh, I've got a name I haven't seen before. Stephanie. Good to have no. you. Don't worry about it. You you overslept a little bit. That's all right. We're 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 dealing with all that. Beth, hi. I'm gonna get to you in a couple of seconds. Hi, Beth. Ryan, welcome. 
And uh, for those of you that are uh, kind of unawares or hadn't really heard, we're kind of, I guess you could say, not exactly experimenting, but experimenting with a new video setup because Google and their infantile wisdom decided to kill Hangouts on Air, which was perfectly serviceable. Thank you very much. So as it stands right now, I have been busily trying to figure out how to incorporate using Discord and its video chat system with OBS and then streaming out to all of you. Last week, I did it a little bit differently where my video was actually just its own little video stream. This time I figured out that I can actually make it work with these guys so they can see me and we see them and we actually get everything on the screen the way that it is now. I know there's a lot of black space right now. I know. There's reasons for that. Yeah. To say that we're working on it is probably the nicest way of putting it right now. Uh, because, yeah, it, it's, there are some things that really can't be automated. There's some things that kind of are, and I'm kind of getting all the information together, which has been a big old pain in the butt. Because the initial setup is annoying. But it's going to be another one of these... Once it's set up, it's done, and we don't have to futz around with anything. So, you know, yay. You know, we'll we'll, we'll deal with it right there. And Beth... Kind of, good. I was going to say, it's kind of like working for the government. We get new setups and things that we have to do all the time, and we have no time to acclimate ourselves. This is exactly like that. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, Beth... As soon as I can get like enough of this stuff together so that you've, I, I can make sure that you've got it. I know it's probably not going to be soon enough to really help you, but I can at least make sure that I've got the ironed out parts to kind of help you along with this all. It, there's, it, like I said, it's weird. There are a couple of specific pieces that I would love to have automated that we really can't. And they're technically. They're techie stuff and, and whatever. It's going to be a little bit of a pain in the ass, but it, it is what it is. And yeah, it's functional. It yeah, it's functional. And that's the important part. Uh, and Donnie, welcome down. Hope that you guys are uh, ready to have yourself a good night. Um, for those of you that are, of course, watching live, as always, pay attention to the live chat. Yes, it is in the video at this point. I'm making sure that because, well, it's it, it just works out better that way. And uh, I'm probably going to end up futzing around a little bit with the way that uh, the way that it shows on the screen. It it it's it's fine. It's good. I could probably make it a little bit thinner, but you know, you'll deal with it all later. For those of you that are wondering, uh, what's the trib going to be drinking tonight? Well, I found Trina. something almost. What the hell is my video doing? My camera. <laughs> now. Now, let me, let me explain. <laughs> I have a Logitech camera, which means it's using the Logitech software that I didn't go and play anything around with yet that I probably should. No, so it's got see. this automatic feature for face tracking and zoom and the whole thing, which is a pain, yeah, pain in the ass. Turn it off. Yeah. Not now. I think it was getting ready to do a close up of the beer and he just wasn't holding it up and the camera's going, hurry up. Kind of like we had a Wayne's World moment there. Extreme close-up! We're showing our age, dude. And I know that the camera is flipped left-right. Also another piece that I have to try to figure out about. But I currently have Genesee Oktoberfest. Interesting. 
Actually, it's properly pronounced Miliwake and means the good land. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Uh, no, it's Genesee. I can, I may not be able to read German, yeah. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I can read this. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Now you see, tonight... Dallin gets it. Uh, yes, I do. I do indeed get it. Um, but no, um, earlier today, I finally made the pilgrimage to uh, my favorite beer store in all the land. Of course, being... Um, uh, no, um, Thumbprint. A uh, little craft brew, little craft beer store, not too far from where I live. And I remembered to bring my growler this time. Ah, that's a big head. Yeah. yeah. Now, time to sleep, to sleep on his big pillow. <laughs> yeah. Now, because I was going to the movies, there, there was a bit of a timing issue, and right now I am too full to go pour myself a drink. But what I walked away with was sixty-four ounces. Of something called Equinox Mule. Okay. Uh, it sounds like a porn movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, to put it bluntly, Tech, uh, this is a apparently it's a really good spin on the Moscow Mule. And I now have a sixty-four okay, ounce jug. Yeah, I have a sixty-four ounce jug of that stuff sitting in my fridge, cooling right now. Uh, will not be imbibing tonight. Uh, We'll definitely be imbibing tomorrow. So, definitely looking forward to it. Okay. Uh, there, There is a trick that I was told by one of the guys that I was at uh, college with, which was, if you are pouring a soft drink, like a, a cola, we will not say which one. Okay, Royal Crown. Those of you that know which one it is, good on ya. you. You know yeah. no frills. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead and pick... Go ahead and pick the only one you know, that doesn't have enough money to sue your ass. You know what? No, I could go. I could go deeper than that one. White Rock. Anyway, uh, because he was working at a concession stand, he he found out that when you're doing like a whole bunch of these things all at once, because you're just selling them left, right, left, right, left, right. If it's got too much bubble fizz up on the top, you can kind of dunk your finger in it, and it kind of helps get rid of the top foam off the top. Well, I did that and it's it's uh, starting to work. Hmm. So, yeah, I I'm not a beer drinker really. So, you know, my my pouring is is for shit. So, it is what it is. Anyway, we shall see. Uh, let's see. What's been going on? Um Donnie? Uh Donnie Chow had said uh, your close up is still better looking than that furry avatar. Donnie, you are quite welcome to have your opinion, and that's perfectly fine. You're also cordially invited. You know what? I'm too good a mood. I'm not going to say it. Uh, At least not right now. But if you know me long enough, you know what I'm thinking. And for those of you that do know what I'm thinking, thank you. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Uh, pretty much. Pretty much. And uh, we will we will see. Donnie, it's... Perfectly all right. That's why I'm. That's why I'm smiling. And I'm. I'm joking around. Otherwise, I would. Have, I would have told you. You know, weird. If I was truly pissed off, seriously, these guys will tell you. If I was truly pissed off, you'd have known about it. Easily known about it. Very quickly. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, Donnie Snarky. 
<laughs> no, no, no need to be sorry. Oh boy, did you walk into it now? Don't worry. R- relax. And actually, not to worry. Most of our snark is usually directed at each other. You, you, truly, truly. It yeah. Is. So don't sweat it. And thank you for being part of the show. We yeah. really do. We really do appreciate and doing yeah. it. So, actually, Donnie, uh, is he always like this? Um. Wait, who? No. Uh, amazingly, tonight he's actually on his meds. <laughs> Insert snark here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Anyway, so with that, uh, with that all out of the way, and I actually do have some like legitimate ember compared to how little fuzz there is at this point. And yes, I did chill the, I did chill the the, the glass this time. Believe it or not, for almost an hour. Eh, it, it's what it is. So there you go. Is that a little more comfortable for you? Oh, stop. Anywho, now you get to look at my ugly mug. <laughs> no, that's your face. Your mug is what you drink out of. With five um, minutes on the clock, like I, like I would ever waste my time drinking out of a mug. Thank you, unrenowned Drax. <laughs> <laughs> With five minutes, because <laughs> I have to use this thing now. Because I'm not using uh, Ubuntu, I'm using Windows now, which is why it sounds different. With five minutes on the clock. Your five-minute freestyle starts right now. I was actually thinking about doing something other than what I'm uh, about to talk about. I I ran into somebody who is, uh, again, one of these people that's just going to go ahead and uh, yell and scream and bark and rave and, and say whatever the hell it is that he wants to say with zero regard whatsoever for, you know, truth claims and not actually saying stuff that have well, you know, uh, logic and, and data behind them and completely being pissed off that anybody would actually ask for, you know, data and prove your point. You know, the old the old uh, schoolyard adage of, well, uh, what's the expression? Oh, yeah. Put up or shut up. Yeah, I've, I had to deal with somebody like that. And I was actually going to talk a little bit more about that, but I couldn't figure out how to squeeze that all into one word that translates into respect my authority. So I went ahead and I thought about it for a couple of seconds and I thought, what should I open with? 49. It's how old my wife should have been today. Yeah. The 11th of July, uh, sorry, of August was her birthday. And we don't have her anymore. And it's, it, 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 it kills me every day. It really does. It's one of those things that, you know, I try, I try really hard to live up to the Superman complex that I set up for myself. I try to be a good person. I try to be helpful. I try to do whatever it is that I can for our kid. can't always do that. And there, there, there are so many days that go by that I actually do know full well this would be so much easier if you were still here, hon. There's a lot of things. I mean, before we, before we even got started on the show, I was showing off this, this, uh, this little jar of, of uh, burn cream healing ointment, aquaphor, uh, which is 
really, really good stuff, by the way. We, we don't get anything for this, by the way, but uh, if if you've got some kind of radiation burn, which includes sunburn, this is this is the stuff. It's what my wife used when she was going through radiation treatment. Yeah, still got it, because I don't have the heart to get rid of it. There are a lot of things like that. And, you know, it's probably not such a great thing for me to admit to, that I've got a lot of things of hers that, you know, they're, they're in some cases they're little things, in some cases they're bigger things. I don't want to lose what little I've got, you know? I have so many memories that I want to hold on to, and after she died, I lost a big chunk of my mental abilities, and I've said it many times. But I want folks to remember no matter how hard it is, no matter how many people we lose, and sooner or later we will lose them all, we have to be able to know that what we meant to them is worthwhile, not was, is. I love my wife. To this day, I still wear my wedding ring. I wear hers. I have not taken it off from this chain around my neck, not because I think of it as a piece holding me down, but as that I carry her. I carry what she means to me. Hell, that's why I've got the kanji on my arm that says Shujin. Husband. I was her everything in so many ways, and she is still mine, even all these years later. So to you, hon, <laughs> to you, hon, happy birthday. You're still with me, and I still miss you. This is episode 273 on the docket, Your Honor. It's old Nugget again. You know, uh, I could have just gone ahead and relabeled it as, you know, the, uh, the, um, the MTV scare hour or, or something like that, you know, because we've been down this road several times on the show already. Too damned many times. Hell, it's the same old story, same old song and dance. You can almost make a drinking game out of it. Yeah, at this stage, you can almost make a drinking game out of it. Before we end up getting, you know, lawsuit or demonetization. Wait, do we get monetized anyway? No. Joe, Joe, actually, you know what? Joe, I went over the books. I went over the books. We get paid from this show about twice as much as we get paid at TFC. Nice. I like that. (laughs) There's your snark for the evening, ladies and gentlemen. You're welcome. Uh, 
And by the way, I think we have another guest on here tonight. Explain yep. why I can say goodbye to my tax return. Yep. And uh, by the way, the uh, the beer is apparently kind of beer. Beer. Yeah. Beer. 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 Yes. Now, if you could properly pronounce it in German, that would be wonderful for next time. Uh, speaking for beer, Germany. Beer, and- beer. 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 <laughs> Speaking of uh, Germany and mainland uh, Europe, because, you know. Later. From Paris, France. Good morning, Joseph. Guten Tag. I still have you. I still have you. I still have you labeled as Yusuf from last week. So there you go. Yeah. That is schon kind of problem. Uh, not a problem for me, so long as everybody knows what the hell's going on. Only just very, very little. Meine Deutsch ist nicht so gut. Nicht so good. Nicht so good. Not so good. I know enough when they're saying certain words uh, that, that when certain words enter conversation, I need to make sure I don't get on any trains. Or, or like I say, I, just, I speak well enough to embarrass myself. Ich liebe mein Flammenwerfer. Okay. Uh, please forgive me. I'm I'm kind of trying to keep track of everything and uh, trying to read through the live chat simultaneously. Which all, all of a sudden, I'm the hello. My name is Dieter, and welcome to Sprocket. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you, you you do realize you do realize you know everybody everybody thinks you know, and I've said this before. German is an is a language where you can sound angry no matter what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That is until I found out what the typical German, uh, you know, just non-formal use of, uh, for the word cell phone was. Do you know what German, uh, Germans call their cell phones? No idea. Margaret? Mein Handy. Mein Handy. Yeah. Nice. Nice. You know, no, I mean, it's, we have slang, the French have slang, the Germans have, you know, everybody's got their own little slang. Yep. Ich liebe mein Handy. Now, of course, that, that doesn't sound nearly as threatening as most of the things I say in German. That was really loud. Yeah. yeah like a uh, hospital. My apologies. Yes. So a little easy on that one. Anyway, let me, let me kind of get rolling around over here with, uh, with everything. So yeah, uh, the, the nugget that we're going to be dealing with is that, uh, another shooting, uh, another complaint that takes us back to the 1980s. The early 80s for the whole fear-mongering, uh, the, the, the satanic panic kind of stuff all over again, because that's really what it all comes down to. And yeah, we need to kind of talk about not just that, but the whole, dare I say, zeitgeist as to why this keeps popping up again <clears throat> and again and yet again 40 freaking years later. Some with people that, like banging their head against a wall. With that in place, however, oh, I, they're still listening to these people. Hmm. 
with Why did they have a void? Yet. They haven't kicked the bucket. Please allow me to finish. With no new information in the news feed for my, at this point, unfortunately, which is, as we know all too well, the norm rather than the exception. As of the recording of tonight's show, it has now been seven years, one month, 27 days since Rafe Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes. Our hopes, our thoughts are still with you and your family. We're still hoping and we're still pulling. So let's deal with this whole damn thing. Let's let's start off with the with the easy one. Bridget, the satanic panic. You remember that, don't you? Yes, I do. You want to explain to everybody what that was, or uh, back during the eighties, there was this huge thing going around where people believed in satanic cults that would you know, mutilate children and cows and have sex rituals and. Then there was this whole, you know, thing with the uh, satanic back- backwards masking of music and uh, demons infested things like, you know, dang- uh, Dungeons and Dragons games and all kinds of really weird shit. Yeah, Satan jo- was everywhere. Yeah, speaking of the uh, the back masking item, uh, Joey, only because I know that you would appreciate this as much as anybody, and you know oh, this dear. one very easily. No, you know this one. We know one. One musical artist who very, very vividly put out a back mask in one of his most famous original songs. You remember the uh, the uh, Nature Trail to Hell in 3D? My nature trip to hell in yes. 3D. Yes. Love Weird Al. Yes, Joey. No scandal yet. Be- no scandal either. To be, perfect, to be perfectly honest, that is not one of his that I've actually heard. Oh, I thought that you particularly mm. uh, knew this one. Uh, Dallin? Uh, n- no, actually, I I imagine that there are probably a lot of Weird Al songs I haven't had the chance to listen to yet. Okay. Yeah. But you have my... But hey, you had my curiosity. Die. Now you have my attention. Yeah. So, uh, Dallin... Since uh, since you are of course a, a DJ yeah. type type like me, do you recall what the back mask that uh, Weird Al put in there was? That I don't know, but I, I like I do know the song, but I have never. I, actually, I didn't know much about the back masking until just recently on that one. Joseph, by any stretch, do you happen to know this one? Not Weird Al, but I know that as. Um... As an answer to this scare, um, Iron Maiden and their um, Peace of Mind album they came out with, uh, they made one purposely. Um, Eminem did too. Yeah. And it was in German, I think. Hmm. Wouldn't surprise me. And uh, Tech, I know that you know the song. Do you know what the back mask was? Um... No Googling. No Googling. No, I, I know it was on his 3D album because I still had the cassette tape on my shelf. Um, Good man. You have a 3D cassette tape. Are you talking about, like, supposedly what you can hear if you play it backwards? Oh, no, no. There yeah. was nothing supposed about this one. This was intentional. Something about cheese, if I remember correctly. You're close. Satan loves cheese whiz. 
<laughs> when you play that section backwards, that's I, what he said. I never played the cassette tape uh-huh. backwards, so. Uh, but I heard that the, somebody told me there was rumors like uh, if you play Weird Al uh, backwards, uh, he has some humorous messages in some of his songs, and one of them mentioned cheese. And I'm going, well, if we're talking about this and backmasking, maybe this is the cheese one. Well, you know, geez, you know, um, I like cheese whiz. If Satan likes cheese whiz and I like cheese whiz, hey. You know, all they all they would have had to say was all they, all they would have had to say was you know all you got to do is just play country music back backwards. Oh, because man. then you get your girl back, you get your dog back, you get your tractor back, you get your truck <laughs> farm back, and you again. Oh, my woman stayed true and I'm sober. And if you play country music backwards, your uh, sister doesn't get pregnant. Oh. Well, now we know how to get Planned Parenthood down into the southern states. Oh! <laughs> did, did I say that out loud? I'm, I'm sorry. So, so here's, if here's... If you're sorry, I'm 98 pounds soaking wet, God damn it. I, I, I just gotta say, that, that, you know, look, you can play all the music you want backwards and hear all these wonderful things and everything else, but whatever you do, please don't play Garth Brooks backwards. We really don't need to summon the apocalypse early, okay? Yeah. And by the way, for the record, um, yeah, uh, the beer, it's not as bad as it could be. It's not as bad as some of the other stuff I've had, but yeah. I, um, I, you ever I drink a Genesee cream ale? No. See, your, your problem is, shoe. I'm from up north. Yeah. I have. You picked something far too light. I picked something that was on sale, and I can prove it. Yeah. See, it's still it's still got the handwritten sticker on it. So <laughs> they, were, they were getting See? rid of it at the. At the yeah, there, there's a reason that it was on sale. Shoe. Well, this, this is this is why this is why I feel that the Falklands War was perfectly justified because everybody knows. It wasn't a war for oil, it was a war for penguins, which are a vital ingredient in the production of Guinness. You boil ah. them up, and the white stuff floats to the top. Um, <laughs> not gonna, I'm not, I'm not, no, 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 no. wrong no. episode if, for if this If you play survival evolved, penguins are very resourceful, like you can get organic polymer from them. Oddly enough, as many friends as I have that play that game never really got the chance to play it. Now, granted, I've played many a uh, survival horror game. Some might not call Minecraft survival horror, but clearly. (laughs) Not the way we play it. (laughs) But here's the thing. At no point... In my playing of Minecraft, have I ever felt the need? Well, I've never felt the need to go outside and plant massive fields of potatoes. I've never felt the need to, uh, you know, charge down the deepest, darkest hole I could think of to try to uh, earn my money. And I've certainly never felt the need to crush every eight-legged creature that I've come across. Which is why I can't go on my front porch. Mm. But bonking penguins over the head is just so much fun. 
that that's spider territory out there. But my na- my neighbor put an old sofa out there just so he could lounge on the porch. Yeah, nobody's touched that thing in a month. Probably a good damned reason for it. So let's go. Oh, have spiders in it. Let's 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 get back going on down this whole a deep thing. dark hole for money. Um, and going out and farming potatoes <laughs> sounds like a cowboy who's out of vodka. <laughs> yep. So the deepest, darkest hole. Dankest hole. Yep. Ooh, so gotta get that dank hole. Dank, my dank point. Meme. My point being that. To this day, the only video game that has inspired any sort of real-world consequence for me really has been, let's see, um, Kerbal Space Program. Okay. Why? Because I wanted to understand how the hell the game figured out orbital mechanics before I did. Fair enough. So let's get on to this whole damn thing. Um, and uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and uh, and say on air very quickly the, the, the same thing that has been said in the chat. For those of you that are paying attention to it, which on your screen right now is down over there. Um, Donnie? Uh, um, I'm going to say pretty much what everybody else is saying at this point, put up or shut up. That's really what it boils down to. And forgive me for wording it that way. It's only because that is the simplest form of the anything asserted without evidence can be dismissed without evidence trope. It's something that a five-year-old can easily understand. And uh, forgive me, I'm not talking down to you. It's that. It's simply the most direct way of saying it without seeming pretentious. So if you got evidence, you got something that we can research. Cool. Great. Otherwise, um, you're basically just talking in the wind and, and really it's not worth anybody's time. Look, I've listened to Metallica, but I've never felt the need to place whiskey in my jar. (laughs) I've you know, I, I listened to Metallica. N- never had any real viol- violent urges until I listened to Saint Anger, and then it was more directed at the band for putting out such a crap album. I've listened to Black Sabbath, but never have I felt the need to step onto a psychotic locomotive. Unless, of course, we're talking about Blaine the Mono, and hey, if you get that reference, good on you. And I have never had a computer god. Mm. Dehumanizer was an interesting album. And I've never felt the need to feed my Frankenstein. Good night, Ryan. Good night. So the satanic panic happened in the early 80s. There, there were a lot of things. Backmasking, hearing stuff in, in music backwards, supposedly, was a big trope. Another one was the idea that there were, I don't know quite the right way of putting it, but there were cults of people who were so involved in Dungeons and Dragons that they would kill themselves <laughs> or each other. If you, you, you know, the old trope, if, if you die in the game, you die in real life. Yeah. There were chick tracks for exactly that kind of thing, which, um, yeah, yeah that was chick tracks are very fricking disturbing. Yes, they are. And they're still around. 
but he's not. So thank you, Death. Here's the thing. Well, if hey, you, you ever know, get the... Hugo and Jake need something for their show, so you know they got to keep the chick tracks going. Quick, quick poll here: Has anyone here heard heard of or seen the film Mazes and Monsters? Yep. Oh yes, I've heard of it. I didn't watch it. One of one of Tom Hanks's earlier films. Heard of yes, Hanks, really? And mm-hmm. suppose, and you know, the idea that spawned. This uh, rather, it's not. It's really not that good a film, I have to say. But it's horrible. It, it, the the idea that spawned it, in whatever scriptwriter's mind was working on it, was the idea of, oh yes, uh, Dungeons and Dragons is uh, leading to delusions of grandeur and. Uh, uh, flights of fantasy that are mentally uh, disruptive to young minds. Bullshit! Hormones are what? disruptive to young minds. Now we that is up. scientifically that is scientifically proven. Okay, Joe. And we have hold an outlawed it. day. Hold it. Joe, I need you to either move your microphone away or for you to stop yelling. Because one of the two is the way that we have to go at this point. Because even though I've got the volume levels right, you're really getting close to clipping. Just you and your apologies. So Uh, let me see. Let me see. see. Anything you can do to just move your microphone off of your face and and direct it slightly away to to mitigate that would be great. Uh, Guys, please forgive me. Like I was saying at the top of the show, we're still kind of tweaking a lot of these things. Audio gain in Discord is one of those things that's really annoying. Yeah, and it can be individually set by the person themselves. They're outbound and everything. You yeah. can right-click somebody's cell in it. Like, I've already done that to Joey. I already lowered him down to 40%. I apologize. Yeah, well, you you, um, you had no way of knowing. See, that's that's why it, it's just like great. Is that, is that any better? At the moment, no. So, so long as you're not yelling, we should be good. So, okay, don't yell. I'm trying not to, I, and, I, and, I, and I appreciate that. <laughs> anyway, um, as far as to um, as far as to like I was saying, uh, the Satanic Panic, it was it was simply fear mongering. It really was. It was done up by the evangelicals. And there, there, there's there's no two ways about it. I mean, the boy who killed really himself was. was depressed. He was suffering from clinical depression. His mother didn't want to acknowledge that. Some uh, religious leader, I forget the guy's name, told the mother, oh, well, you know, it was because he was involved in this game. And the mother, not wanting to have any kind of responsibility, <clears throat> latched onto that shit. And it's like, well, look, an example of a bad parenting. Yeah, um, and only only because I, I don't I don't feel like typity tappity tappity. Uh, he sounds okay to you. You didn't notice a problem. Um, that's all well and good. On my screen, I show the volume levels. Yes, when Understood. when those volume levels go go wacky, I have to adjust them myself a little bit. And there there's one. there like I said, there's pieces. One, so, one moment. First, how do I sound? 
okay, you're a little too low at this point. Like I said, so long as you're not yelling, we should be fine. Well, uh, okay. Um, the reason being, one, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to get pretty vocal tonight because I have some rather strong reservations about the topics that we'll be discussing. But at the other end of the spectrum, please understand, folks, um, as you might have noticed, I've not been here for a good long while. I just finished an interstate move, and uh, yeah, all my equipment had been broken down, shipped, and reassembled, and everything has reset to defaults and whatnot, so any kinds of settings that I had way back when have been undone entirely. So I have to literally, as I'm using them, go through each and every single program and reset things as I'm going. It'll... It'll balance itself out. Everything will sort of evolve into. We'll get but, to that state of equilibrium at some point. So, for, for now, for now, yeah, good. Yep. Good enough for the show, at least. Yep. Yeah. What was yeah. what was the name of that movie again? By the way, I want to add that into the mazes and monsters. monsters. And speaking what, of the whole, uh, yeah, speaking of the whole chick tracks thing, and the satanic satanic panic when i was saying the uh the religious guy his actual name was john todd he was a fundamental oh, yeah. christian apologist uh he was convicted for rape and child molestation oh geez let me get another drink <laughs> yeah there you go um many of his lies were used as material for chick tracks yeah um, and he died in 2007 so luckily we don't have to deal with his ass anymore Oh, and let's um, not forget. Uh, let's not forget our old buddy uh, Jack Thompson. And, and here's the funny part: uh, he did claim that sometime back in the late '60s he was supposedly a Satanist, and yet he was a storefront preacher and follower of the Jesus-only theology of William Branham. Uh, I guess Jesus only is <laughs> Satanism. Sure. Yeah, yeah we'll go with sure. that. Or maybe he was dyslexic and he was a storefront Santa. You mean lististic? Could be. Could be. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this all up is for a, a very simple reason. There was no basis whatsoever in any of this. It was simply fear-mongering. Nobody was doing backmasking until these guys said, well, look at what they're doing. They're putting these messages backwards. Hey, that's actually a really cool trick. We can do that with our records because, you know, kids will play the records backwards by, you know, putting their finger on the kids. Albums, platters of vinyl with scratches on them. Yeah, that's that's what we're talking about at this point. Not like with Batman and, and, and the Penguin where he's got the, the CD and the Ricky Wicky. No, like actual vinyl albums. Don't do that, kids. Because if you do that, you're gonna you're gonna ruin the stylus, and that's two hundred dollars you can't afford. <laughs> they sell their iPhone; they can afford several of them. Yeah. My biggest question is, um, what bothered these evangelists so much about uh, heavy metal music and uh, uh, Dungeons Joseph, and Dragons? In same thing that same thing that bothered them about comic books or and what dancing. About, yeah, let, let's anything go back new, even further. Basically, anything new. 
Yeah, no, 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 it was, wasn't the new part. It was the sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It was the hedonism. No. It was the, yeah, wait, 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 let me, let me, let me finish the hedonism part. It was the, you're having fun and we didn't say that you could do that. So we're not getting a cut of it. Effectively. Yes. Effectively. Joey. The issue that they take with all of these things, the music, the comic books, the video games, are just the superficial. You put it, they don't look at the context in which any of this is put. They just look at what they can see at face value. Which is? So they don't look at the context of, say, heavy metal music, uh, like what if there is any actual message or, you know, what the theme is. No, they just look at, oh, the lyrics contain the words Satan and all this other stuff. Let's ban it. If I'm not uh, mistaken, um, heavy metal groups didn't really start getting into Mentioning Satan and things like I mean, that. Hell, still... They tried to say, look at, go back as far as the 50s and 60s. And, you know, you were talking about how, you know, people are uh, saying that, you know, Elvis Presley and the uh, the Beatles were the work of Satan. Mm-hmm. Or that Louie Louie was actually some kind of coded messages to the uh, the the oh damn Ruskies. The FBI on that one. Talk about okay. They actually, the the FBI took that song and analyzed it, and they had ling- like people in linguistics that could not figure out those lyrics. Mm-hmm. But it took them years to finally conclude that yeah, this wasn't a message to anybody. It's like the guy was drunk and on drugs. You, but it's like in the Anagata Davida. It's in the Garden of Eden. But the guy was so trash, he could barely say anything. And for Louie Louie, it was even better. Here's a, here's a little piece of trivia for everybody. It was a bunch of guys in a square room with one microphone hanging from the ceiling. And the guy, in order to sing for the microphone, was literally singing with his head all the way up, singing into the microphone because it was above their head. And that's why he sounded the way that he did. Yeah. So, but but the fact that a that a federal law enforcement agency under the Red Scare. Yeah. It, it, okay, and that that opens up a whole other kettle of fish that we're not going to. Yeah. I don't want to get into. Yeah, it does. Um, but I was reading something today, and okay, I'm probably going to butcher this, but l- let me try to put let me try to push it out there. American society in the 50s, like let's go back to where this whole kind of thing started. So you've got pre rock and roll America. Mm-hmm. What you're listening to on the, the family phonograph is probably, you know, some marches or, you know, something familiar. Glenn Miller. Um- yeah. Uh, amongst big others, there, there were a lot, yeah, yeah, big band type stuff. Yeah, a lot of big band, a lot of crooners. You, 
you know, and the, the children were expected to be, you know, like the Cleaver family, you know, leave it to be for that kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Stepford wives, perfect kids, the white picket fence, all of that. Conformism. And it was familiar. It was predictable. Yeah, in X-Files. It was, was comfortable. No, it was comfortable. It is what it was. Controllable. Uh, yes, actually, it, it was controllable, not necessarily by the government itself, but just but also by the populace because of that sense of familiarity. Mm. Because no, because you knew who your neighbor was, you knew what they were capable of doing. Like you had a predictable model because you were all kind of working the same way. You know, there, there was a bit of a like a monoculture there, if you will. It was order. Then comes rock and roll. And suddenly it's that little bit injection of chaos into things. And people who are, who are so used to order, to the familiarity, to the predictability of their surrounding areas are suddenly finding themselves in a situation that is now unpredictable, that is not familiar. And I think that's where a lot of this panic comes from is that they are so conditioned into complacency over this model of predictability that they don't know how to cope with a change that, okay, for us objectively now, we can say wasn't really that tragic, but to them, it was like you just threw a, you just tossed a wrecking ball at their glass house. It was a threat to their very existence. Uh, well, it was a threat to their, yeah, in an instinctive sense, because it was a threat to their sense of familiarity. Yeah. This is going back again to, uh, you know, I'm always talking about survive by imitation where uh, yeah. people have no idea for themselves. Uh, they have no idea what's good or bad for themselves. They let somebody else dictate all that for them. Yeah. But again, if they also had no, if they never had a role model to say, to, to tell them to think for themselves or to show them how, how good it was to think for yourself, but that's also uh, how society was then. Yeah. Like what more would you expect? Yeah. And it was always, you know, respect for authority. Um, very important then. Mm-hmm. Which is why religion was so important then. Um, yeah. And not, yeah, not so like, much for the, uh, it, it, you know, it wasn't so much for the, um, the, the, the God aspect of it. It was for any authority. The, yeah. It, it was for the, nor- but it was for the normalization of, authority or or, sorry, it was for the normalization of it so that you would have your, your sense of familiarity so that you didn't have to constantly be instinctively tweaking on everything. So that not everything you didn't have to perceive as a threat, you could actually breathe. But then, you know, a change, the trouble with that is you lull yourself into a sense of complacency so that when something does come up, that is a change that is somehow chaotic then you you're not equipped to handle it anymore and that's when you get yeah and and that's when you get all of this irrational these knee-jerk reactions Mm -hmm. like what we're dealing with here and okay look i'm no fan of the orange man you guys know this agreed but i am even uh, i am shocked Okay, I am honestly shocked 
that he said what he said about this. I thought he was a little more on the ball than that. But like he just parroted a trope that is so pathetic in this whole thing. I'm sorry, I missed that. No, sorry. Like the the whole thing about blaming video games for all this violent behavior. Yeah. I like, again, like I said, I've got no love for the guy. I think he's a a bit of a bloviating, arrogant buffoon. Well, he's a poster boy for, you know, this, this, I'm sorry to cut you off, but uh, I mean, just on on a point about him. Um, while we're talking about him, he is the poster boy. He, we've always said that he's a poor man's idea of a rich man. And he's somebody who's quote unquote played by the rules so far. And he's the quote unquote model of success for somebody who plays by the rules, you know, follows the status quo and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, but he's an utter failure. I'm sorry. I, I was reading what Beth said. She used to work nut fuck. <laughs> nut nut foot. Like what? Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a thing going on. She used to go a, a mishmash word, and it made me laugh. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's, let's just do this the easy way. Um, and this is going to be the last that we're going to address it on air. Donnie? I don't want to talk down to you. I don't want to insult you. And I don't want anybody else to. Because we respect people. But if you're going to keep saying this, that, the other thing, and you're not going to go ahead and do anything to prove it whatsoever, a kindergarten schoolyard would say, put up or shut up. Like I said before. If you have nothing substantive at this point to back up your claims, you are more than welcome to either Stifu or GTFO. Either way, either put up information or just go away because this is not the venue for you if that's the kind of thing that you want to do. You're more than welcome to say whatever it is that you would like to if you have something to back it up. If you don't, you're simply being a troll. And for you to go ahead and say, why should I do any, why don't you do your homework? Because it's your claim. It's not for us to prove your claim. It's for you to prove your claim. I could go ahead and say, I know, um, actually, wait a minute. There is, there is a one. Uh, I know where Jimmy Hoffa's body is. No, I I knew I grew up a couple of blocks away from Sylvester Stallone's cousins. I grew up two miles away from where um, Captain Kangaroo used to live. I used to live a tenth of a mile away from where Captain Kangaroo is currently buried. Do you believe me? Because I could actually prove that. But until and unless I do, that seems kind of a weird combination of stuff all on its own. If I'm you've got your thing, why it's important. if you've got something to say and you can prove it, cool. Otherwise, Stifu, GTFO, other than that, you are now not going to be addressed any further on this or future shows until and unless you do that. For now, thank you very much for playing. And remember, 
You can send any hate mail that you'd like to. 1300 Elmwood Avenue, Buffalo, New York. 14222. Dial carefully and good luck. You're welcome. It's a good thing you, a good thing you have that recorded. I have that memorized. <laughs> One thing but I'd no, like I'm to saying, do is... Uh, okay. I'm, I'm saying is it's a good thing that it's recorded on the show so they can oh. look it up later because not everybody catches uh, that very quickly. Anyway, back at, back to the topic at hand. Yes. Because... I'll, I'll this, ex- yeah, I'll explain that in a couple of moments. I'll explain in a couple of moments why I went back. It ties into some, one of the top, uh, one of the talking points that I'm going to hit tonight. And, and I, may, I may piggyback on that topic point depending on where you're going with it. I apologize if I, uh, I, I already said this in chat, but I'm going to do it publicly as well. Um, I apologize if I get a bit long-winded and perhaps a bit rambly. But see, I not only have strong feelings about the topic that we are choosing to discuss tonight, which is not religion, so put that on the back burner for now, but I have experience, valid and quantifiable experience, with multiple layers of this topic, more so than the rest of the panel. No, no offense to anybody, but last I checked, none of you five, or yeah, five, have been in an actual gunfight. Agreed and true. No, uh, none, none of not you. An actual, not an actual gunfight. I've seen a mass shooting. But yeah, but yeah. none of you five have ever actually been shot. No. None of you five have ever actually shot someone. No. True. And I'm not going to hide behind the shield of, oh, well, you were military and it was war and, you know, that's an entirely different thing. No. No, it's not. Because at the end of the day, it's a human taking another human's life with the pull of a trigger. And no matter what way you color it, that is what it is. So here's the reason now, why I wanted to go back a little bit. Well, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Because, uh, because I want to, I want to make sure that we're kind of pulling this a, a little bit, a little bit closer to uh, the now and the reason why this whole thing is the way that it is in the early eighties. It was fear-mongering, pure and simple, blatantly so. There was no actual anything behind it other than rabble-rousing and getting, well, what we would now call dim clicks, because fear is one of those things that gets people motivated to pay attention. And once you have their attention, you can kind of work with it however you want. The reason why I went back that far is because that's one of the earliest that was in the major media and by major i mean the 24-hour news cycle because that's shortly after cnn started the 24-hour news cycles and it was plastered all the frick over everything and then came the advent of the home video games Mm. admittedly and i will say this from experience 
if we were going to start getting all kinds of violent for video games, it would have happened when the Atari 2600 version of Pac-Man came out because, oh my fucking lord, that was absolutely horrid. You don't know pain. You thought E.T. the Extraterrestrial for 2600 was bad? You don't know for bad. Yeah. Um, I have a relevant picture. I still have a copy of E.T. for Atari. That game was horrible. Basically, and yes, this is a joke, but it's relevant. And I don't know where... Oh, God, no. Massive link is massive. Um, I'm trying to get this particular uh, image transferred over so that you guys can see it. And I'm having a very hard time actually getting a usable link for it. Here we go. Hopefully this works. Tiny URL is your friend. That'll work. Ah, yes. That one's making the rounds currently. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think Um, I posted something similar this morning or afternoon. First off, violence is not a new phenomenon. And if you think that we're violent today based on these shootings, do yourself a favor. Pick up a history book. Seriously. Yeah, unfortunately, that's uh, that's one of the things that would really like to have happen. People actually learn from freaking history. The problem with the majority of society today and why they're so quick to point fingers is because they have no experience with violence. I'm not talking about a schoolyard fist fight. I'm not talking about your dad beating your ass with a belt. I'm talking full-on, to-the-death violence. And trust me, it's not been rising. It's been in deadfall over the last couple of decades, let alone the past couple hundred years. You go back thousands of years, buddy, violence was a way of life. In some countries, it still is. I am am bringing this up because... No. Video games do not cause violence. Music does not cause violence. Movies do not cause violence. How can I say these things without such absolution. Well, let's see. Um, I'm an 80s kid. I'm probably the youngest one here. Go on. Anybody anybody here born 1980 or after? Nope. Oh. Great. So, so, So we have established that I am, in fact, the youngest here and therefore the most likely to go apeshit apparently uh, according to current trends i'm also the one that is most exposed to all the supposedly violent films the violent music 
and the violent video games. Let's face it. I've played such games as, let's see, uh, Battlefield, Call of Duty, Mech Warrior, freaking Killing Floor. Oh, yeah, there's a good one. Killing Floor. Killing uh, Floor 2. Seven Days to Die. Yeah, we talked oh, that's about a good one. that. That's a good one. Yeah, we talked about you that name last it, night. You name it, I've probably played it. Duke you know Nukem what else I've 3D. done? You know what else I've done? I spent eight friggin' years of my life as an active duty soldier. Not a National Guardsman. No offense to the National Guard and the Reserves. You guys are fucking fantastic, and I love you. But I was active duty. So this wasn't, you know, one weekend a month, two weeks a year. This was every single day, 24-7, 365 for eight years. I was deployed three times. Twice for 15 months, once for 18 months. I have been in combat. I have been shot at. I have been shot. I have shot back. And I am telling you that if you are drawing a correlation between violence in media and actual real-world violence, I want some of what you're smoking. Because the reality of violence is so far removed from what is displayed in these media outlets. And if you can't see that, you've either never actually played these games or listened to this music or watched these films, or you've never been in actual combat. And you know what? Either way, I hope you never have to. Because that's a kind of rude awakening that most that find themselves in it don't get to wake up, uh, don't get to wake up from. So... I've had um, I've had zero combat experience. What I have had the displeasure of is having a gun loaded weapon, live rounds, uh, one pull the trigger, I'm dead, pointed at me at a vital organ. Uh, one, at one point, it was pointed at my uh, my lungs. Uh, at another point, the barrel wavered was pointing at my heart. And at one point, uh, it was also pointing directly at my face. And at another point, it was pressed against the back of the barrel was pressed against the back of my skull, just right back here. I can I still know what that feels like. I was held up at gunpoint, me and two other of my coworkers, because uh, I was working a graveyard shift at a gas station. And um, you know, had a son on the way and all that fun stuff, and. Uh, I still remember that day. I still remember what I was thinking at the time. I still remember how I responded. I responded with completely with disbelief because I thought to myself, who would rob this place? There's nothing here to steal. But then again, I had insider knowledge of their security practices, knowing that if they could even get away with the safe that had the money in it, they'd first have to find a way to rip it out of the concrete because it was embedded and that there was not enough money in any of the drawers 
to make any of it worthwhile. But again, I'm operating from inside knowledge. It's not clicking that the people who are robbing the place are not thinking like me. Um, what I am th also thinking about is uh, if they pull that trigger, I'm dead. And uh, that's it. Game over. Um, it, it, it It's a very eye-opening experience the first time it happens. Uh, one of my, one of the other coworkers actually ended up needing therapy. The other one quit. Um, I think I was more upset by how the police handled the situation rather than, and how my immediate supervisors handled uh, paying attention to us uh, or lack thereof more than the act of getting robbed. What I can also say is that at no time did any of what actually occurred during that morning, because it was like 1.30 in the morning, or somewhere there, thereabouts, did any of the actions of the three young men who were robbing us, nor the three of us there, did any of it uh, correlate or resemble any kind of activities in any of the video games, other than the fact that guns were involved, of any of the games I played. And I've played things back from Syndicate and Duke 3D and Doom, the original um, Heretic, you know, pre-Quake and all that stuff. And, and then played Quake and Unreal Tournament and uh, Call of Duty and all the other stuff. I have played games that some of you people haven't even heard of. Uh, possibly and uh i played through the storylines i played through the multiplayer yep uh, there's 2004 um I, i've i've got stuff on my shelf here that people would consider collector's items that i grew up with nothing in that scenario where there was where it was my life was in danger of ending did any of that resemble a video game other than the fact that there were guns involved? And if they're saying that, oh, video games, you know, caused that because guns were involved, um, then I blame the politicians for the actions of those uh, thieves because the politicians are the ones who want to keep the guns in play, no. not the video games. Here's the thing. This is the next talking point that I'm going to address. Because it's not the guns that are the problem. And I am saying this as somebody who has owned more guns than anybody has really a right to own. I've had a gun collection that can put some museums to shame. Shujin can attest to this. I've got all the great triggers. I'm a video gamer. I owned guns, some of which are combat models, granted from much earlier eras, but still combat models. And I'm a combat veteran, which means I have been diagnosed with PTSD and all sorts of other mental disorders that go along with the kind of things that were commonplace in my former line of work. The guns are not the problem. <clears throat> Excuse me. I can tell you this as I said a long time ago. And keep in mind, I just got through pretty much selling all my guns. 
granted, I went to, you know, actual gun shops where, you know, there are federal licenses and background checks and all that stuff involved. But I got rid of my guns. They're no longer in my hands. I own two functional firearms right now. One is a rifle that my dad gave me that he wanted to keep in the family. And the other is a little plinker 22 caliber pistol. Granted, and I've said this before as well, 22 caliber is still lethal. And I'm not talking 22 caliber as in 223 Remington. I'm talking proper 22 long rifle. The guns are not the problem. Because here's the thing. You've, you, you can make guns illegal. Go right ahead. But you know what? The people that are perpetrating these crimes, it's not going to stop them from getting guns. Because you know how they're going to get the guns to continue perpetrating crimes that they do with guns? The same way they do a lot of things. By breaking the fucking law. Okay, I have to stop you here for two good reasons. One, I think he kind of spiked the audio on it. No, that's that's one. It might have been my earphones. One, you've now just stepped into the why bother having any laws trope oh. because that's not that's not a valid avenue. And True. and two, we are running. We're we're really starting to run the clock a little bit. With about okay. uh, a, a little over half an hour that we've got on on the skit, and what I really want to get to, uh, I really want to get to uh, the the real meat and potato as much as what we can with the the time that we've got. Well, there's something that I wanted to come to at this point that I'm going to make it very quick. Please, I'm not saying that they aren't a factor. I'm not saying that it does not play some. I'm just saying they're not the primary thing we should be looking at. The primary thing we should be looking at is the same thing that we always should have been looking at. It's a matter of valuing human life. It's a matter of mental stability and wellness. And it's a matter, and I know I'm going to perk some eyebrows here. It's a matter of greed. Now, I'm not just talking about monetary game or you know possessions and whatnot because we know that that happens all the time people hold up liquor stores and gas stations with guns so that they can get money or booze or whatever it guess what that's nothing new the issue that i'm talking about are our population has grown such that a lot of especially young people feel just lost in the sea of things. They feel insignificant. They Mm -hmm. want to have their 15 minutes of fame. And unfortunately we live in a society where that is pretty much the meat, the ticket of the day is, you know, get your 15 minutes here, you know, pop, pop on, you know, American idol or, you know, become a YouTuber and get your 15 minutes of fame. Uh, All this stuff all piles up into this idea of you're not special unless you do something truly extraordinary and you get a lot of publicity. Well, here's the thing. 
I live literally less than an hour from the Oregon district in Dayton where this happened. Just, uh, well, one of these shootings just happened. What is a trend that we see often with these shootings? They happen one right after another. Literally, the El Paso, Texas shooting happened August 3rd. Not 24 hours later, August 4th, shooting in Dayton, Ohio. And they happen in this fashion all the time. Why? Because people want to do something so that they can be remembered. Because they realize that with the, with the lack of value that we place on individuals these days, how are they going to be remembered? What can they do to be remembered? And unfortunately, they usually go to the worst possible avenue for it. There's a piece of that, too, but uh, I'll hold on to it for now. The whole why is something that in, unfortunately, a lot of situations, we're probably never going to truly know because mm-hmm. it is individualized for who only knows how many different things. We do see a lot of things that seem to correlate, but we know for well, correlation is not causation. So we have to take that with a grain of salt and then look at yet again, every damn thing as its own individual piece. I'm exactly. Not saying, I'm not saying that it's the end all be all answer, but here's the thing, and it's the same. It, it, this is a tr- this is a trope that I have addressed time and time again, and it's not that this is a new problem. It's not. We've been dealing with this problem since time immemorial. It's just currently, with our population, we have more people on the planet today than we've ever had. We're dead. We're more, te- we're, t- we're more tightly packed. So these situations where, say, back in the... F- yeah, you can say, oh, back in the 50s, we never had this issue. Well, back in the 50s, we had about 2 billion people on the planet, and uh, people were a lot more spread out. Pe- uh, people were a lot fewer. Be careful, with, though, because you're, the, you're, you're talking about the United States. I mean, I know. this is this, the problem with the shootings and all that. That's a problem particular to the United States. I, I, Whereas the rest of the world, they've been following another model. Yes, I know. I mean, clubs, but, stones, sticks, arrows, okay, fists. Guys, guys, guys. So, let, Joe, please, very quickly, because you... I'm wrapping up. Please. I'm just, I'm just saying that part of the issue is that this is not a new issue. It's just more, we, we see that there are more and more mass shootings. It's because we have the same issues with these individuals, but there are a lot more of these individuals, <coughs> not, just, not just because of something new in the system, but simply because the size of the system itself. It's like I was saying with the religion aspect many, many episodes ago. It doesn't matter what demographic you look at, you're going to find about the same percentage of assholes. Are there numbers on that? 
what numbers of assholes? I haven't well, gone around yeah. and counted uh, per capita. I don't know. Um, well, there are per capita numbers about uh, mass shootings. But anyway, yeah. I I apologize. I like okay. I said, I I knew I was going to get just a little bit rambly here tonight, so I've said my piece. You take it where you need to. Okay, so here's here's part of the problem. Where Joe ended up talking through isn't really where we are or where I was designing for us to talk through. There are a lot of pieces in there that are got a lot of different things to them that we are not in a position to unpack tonight. Some night in the future, very likely. But the rest of the way at this point, please forgive me if I disappoint you by not going through th- these pieces because it's really not what I wanted to get to, really not where I was designing us to get into but we will absolutely have to hold on to this for another night. I need to push on in order to finish off where I really needed to finish us off with, which is, like I was saying earlier, I wanted to start off and lead into the Satanic Panic because it was a, it, it was fear-mongering with nothing behind it. It was a nothing burger that everybody ate up. And come the 80s, later, it became the violent video games. Again, another nothing burger that everybody ate up. And in particular, I wanted to specifically get Bridget on this one a little bit because there is, and actually uh, Bridget and Joseph, for, for different reasons for the same thing. Bridget, first off, when... There is a, when there is a new something that is ostensibly medically based that is causing problems in the population. In this particular case, let's say um, death. There is (laughs) usually some group somewhere along the way that is going to say, okay, we think that we've got a reason for why these, uh, the technical term is deaths, are happening we think it's this. Maybe we should go ahead and try to find information about this um, and, and, and study it. Uh, I believe the technical term is a case study for exactly this kind of thing. This happens often in the medical area, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, they'll usually issue a recall of whatever product may be causing the issue or um, supply technique, medication, whatever. Now, Joseph, the reason why I wanted to kind of add you into this is because of the data part. Collecting data in this era is far and away easier than it was back in the 80s when stuff was, there was no email to be sent. It was snail mail. It was faxed pieces of information. It was collecting microfiche of news articles and police blotters. It was an arduous task to actually get this information together to put into, well, effectively a database of information. There's a big okay. difference compared to then versus now. Um, you're old enough to know, you know, how how much that has changed over the over the decades from then to now, being able to put stuff together. But being able to get the information now as to what's happening is 
so much easier and so much more accessible, wouldn't putting that information together now for mass distribution be a relatively, and I'm saying this with scare quotes, relatively easy thing to do? Well, if you can get access to the information, yeah. But my principal question is, how are you tying this into the, the satanic panic? Because with the satanic panic, it was literally assertions with nothing behind it. Okay. The, the yeah. times, it. Yeah, the times when they tried to say, listen to this backwards, and now see if you hear them say marijuana in this passage when I play it back again. Oh, yeah, I, I do hear that. They were instilling, they were prepping pareidolia. Because for me, it's two different things happening when you're you're talking about, say, you know, like um, medical scares or things like that. Um, you're making an appeal to this scientific method, whereas the people making these declarations that it's uh, video games or whatever, rock music or whatever is the cause of everything, these are people who do not want you to verify the data at all. In the satanic panic, that's correct, because yeah. they thought that they had the right answers. When well, the, no, they, they don't care. They just want to be, you know, the center of attention, the center of authority, whatever, and they want you to believe them without questioning them. Okay, we'll, t we'll take that for a second. We'll, t we'll take okay. it with that for well, a second. In my head, it's like two different things. Okay, well, the reason why I'm linking them together is that in both cases there were assertions made for the explicit reason of scaring the populace into, as you like to put it on many an occasion, conformity. Get this stuff out of the equation, get rid of it so that it's not an issue, whether, whether it is or it isn't, because we think that it is. And we believe that we know exactly what's going on because you shouldn't question us. My point is, with the satanic panic... I, I, your second to last point, no, but your last point, yes. Okay. Where I'm going with you this is... question us, period. My point is, originally, they asserted it and just went and did their thing, and nobody really did anything that said, well, uh, here are the facts, and disputed it. Whereas, and this is, this is why I wanted Bridget on this one, when it comes down to something that's causing an actual problem, like, for instance, um, death, and they go and they investigate, they then have the actual data, an actual study that shows, yeah, no, that's bullshit. And they were able to show it and prove it and bring it to, bring it to light so that medical groups could actually say, yeah, we, uh, we looked into this and, uh, yeah, yeah, no, there's, there's no link. Yeah, the only conclusion I can bring from that is that, uh, well, these people creating panic or whatever, um, we should be doing the same thing as we do for medical questions. We should be doing, we should be questioning them in the same way. But that's I think we're talking about two different parts of the population here, two different audiences. That could be. Yeah, well, that, sorry about that. <laughs> that's that's okay. Um, where where I'm trying to where I'm trying to get out to this is 
This is, yet again, another assertion that has been long debunked. They made this assertion before. They investigated it. They were told they're wrong. The facts show that they're wrong. But yet, and what bothers me is that, um, like you said, they, you know, it's been since, no, it's actually Joe who said it since the dawn of time. They've been doing the same thing, but it keeps working. Yeah. That's it's the like, problem. It's, it's, it's dynamic. It's, we really have to look at the human behavior there and address yeah. it as such. I mean, look at, look at anti-vaxxer. And I know I'm, I'm going way off base here, but it's been resoundingly debunked. It's the same dynamic, so you're not going off base. No, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. The anti-vax movement is still out there, even though every single one of their claims and their great hero have been debunked, defamed, and defrocked more times than we care to count. Yet, they're still out there. The war on Christmas, same thing. Now we've had another shooting, and uh, it, 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 th- this is the first. It, fr- it, it comes saying. back to the same thing all the time. Is it just? I get the impression that a good lot of humanity, they're not accountable for their own survival. They haven't got a fucking clue well, what is good or bad for themselves, so they're depending on authorities. So well, actually, what we're seeing is just abuse of that. You know, people who are using their voices, you know, they get their their voice in the media yeah. and they're presenting themselves as authorities, you know, over such things just because people have no clue for, for themselves. People yeah. can't decide for themselves what's good or bad for themselves. And people, again, a lot of these people, they don't know how to react when something like this happens. They, they panic because they don't have the experience or the confidence in themselves to be able to cope with this introduction of chaos into their lives. So they turn to somebody to tell them what to do, how to cope. It's outside the programming. And yeah, if, entirely. If my yeah. research into AI has taught me one thing is just how fucking programmable humans are. Well, so, yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> you know, I keep on going back to like Doctor Who was what? 1978 or something like that the Dalek it's the perfect example it says does not commute does not compute exterminate exterminate that's exactly the reaction going on and the funny thing is even the Daleks to this day have not changed much no a few of them got new paint jobs but it's exactly the same speech but that's where attention um, has to be yeah but you know I, I was I was actually floored when the whole video game thing came up because I think out of the, out of the 250 mass shootings that have happened in the United States this year alone. So far, so far, I mean, you still got a few months left. Uh, not that I'm asking, not that I'm endorsing people going for the high score here, but I think, is this the first one that I've actually heard the video game trope get called out? In recent memory, yes. Well, they've probably yeah. got nothing left. And the reason why is because looking at the guy's Twitter, they they bring it up because he lists himself on his Twitter as being a specifically a self-titled uh, leftist anime fan, gamer, and metalhead. 
Mm. And you know, there was, uh, well, again, I I got some other uh, information today uh, or over the week about sort of some of the why, but I I don't want to take away from this too much. Um, So I'll, I'll leave it for now. So, with the with the with the bit of time that we got left, so I wanna, if I can, yeah, yeah, maybe maybe it'd be helpful if Dallin just make the point well, what you'd like to talk about, and then we'll, we'll <laughs> save it for another day. Yeah. Okay. Hold on, hold on one second, hold on one second. Yeah, yeah. Hold, hold that okay. thought. Don't lose it, Donnie. Yeah. You are cordially invited to fuck off or show your data. What just came across my screen right now? And you can see in you the know, video I chat. Even know Hold it. Don't worry about it. Airtime. Uh, had, had gone ahead and said, um, what do all these shooters have in common? Mental health issues. I call bullshit, prove it, or get the fuck out. You are now on my pissed off list. Remember what I told you before that you'd know it? Now you know it. Either show your data or get the fuck out because if the next two minutes you do not produce, you're getting your ass kicked out. And I'm going to go ahead and tell everybody right away now, I've gone ahead and gone stalking the YouTube account that's associated with this person that's typing. It is a throwaway account because they don't have the balls enough to show their own actual name and put their mouth behind what it is that they're trying to show off. So if that doesn't happen... You're gone, and you're not welcome. Go the fuck away. Dallin, thank you for kindly. Go right ahead. All right. Yeah, the, the mental health issue has definitely come out because, you know, everybody's trying to play the excuse. But I've also seen thing, uh, I've seen pictures and memes uh, of stuff from people of very left-leaning ideology saying that, you know, yelling and screaming that a lot of these were mass shootings were perpetrated by white people, particularly white males. People who have been in recent times quite demonized by just about everybody. You know, we, we see it, we, we've seen it in the atheist community. We've seen it in other communities where if you're a cis white male, You're a garbage human being. To the point now where just by that virtue, by the color of your skin, by what's between your legs, and by how comfortable you you are with what's between your legs, you are immediately the outgroup. Donnie, go to hell. Jesus H. Christ. Yeah, Dallin, there's, there's one point about that. You know, we're talking about the, the, the cis white male status quo and, you know, why most of the shooters are white. Because, you know, in today's society, if you play by the rules, um, you're promised tons of, you know, whatever, success and everything. But as things are set up, not everybody's going to make it. Yeah, so, the thing is, when when society, when extreme feminism, when extreme other things but, cut uh, you, you off you, at you, the knees. No, 
Joe, mm-hmm. Joseph, when you are cut off at the knees in a social sense, before you can even get out there and make something of yourself, the frustration is going to build to the point where it's not that you've got nothing. It's it's to the point where you can't get anywhere. Well, even so if you're a critical a thinker, you're going to get that. Yeah, exactly. If you're a critical thinker, if you're a rational thinker, if you're automatically demonized by people just for the virtue of being associated with somebody who did something X number of years ago by virtue of your gender, the color of your skin or whatever. Hmm. And, and suddenly you can't get anywhere because of that, because, Oh, well, you know, you mu- you're white. You must be a Nazi. But, but what I the hell is he? I... What, what the hell is she going to do? You're going to act out because you have been stomped on by I a society I... for wait, no wait reason. Perhaps I'm mistaken, but are you talking about the shooters? Partially. The, the, okay, but... There are also studies lately showing people that... People about shootings, aren't they cis white males? Some of them are, yeah. I'd like this to is what I'm. Well, no, and again, I'm just going off of... Again, I'm just throwing one more factor in there that could explain it. Yeah. Because it seems, you know... Um, yeah, I, I honestly, I don't have the numbers in front of me. And again, I'm just going off of what I've seen. But yeah, I also... But I, I, I see that the, the what I'm trying to say is that the existing system, you know, only allows a certain percentage through, you know, and everybody who is under the impression they're doing, quote unquote, all the right things and not making it, they're going to get that sense of frustration. But unfortunately, in American society, they have access to tools that uh, the rest of the world doesn't. Yeah. But again, as I said, it's just one more one one more piece to maybe add to the pile as to why we see this. It's got nothing to do with video games. It's got to do with people who have no have other no, option. Well, they have they, they feel as though they have no place in society and their place has been even though they, they have played by the rules, they've done everything right. Just because they're a cis white male or, you know, not part of one of these special classes, they are now demonized and are being pushed out of everything and can't even have the chance to speak for themselves or redeem themselves. And they probably have no idea how, which is why they resort to such things. Well, and that's There's the a lot thing. Of there, I know. Yeah, and like I said, it's it's a huge thing to to have to deal with. Unpackage, examine. Choose yeah. mm-hmm. I wasn't sure how far you guys were going to keep going. It's, I I just wanted to hang no, out. No, but the show's this. almost over. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, look, I, I I didn't mean to open up a powder keg there, but um, but how could we I, avoid it? Yeah, actually, uh, tech that um. That channel I said to you a little while back, Subverse, mm-hmm. they actually did an article on um, this whole growing, uh, I'm about to slaughter the English language, uh, this growing introversion of people uh, <laughs> due to social stuff. Um, it, it's worth checking out. That's kind of where I got it from, is that uh, just this continual ostracization, et cetera, et cetera, uh, of people and how it could lead to this kind of frustration. Um, so I've seen the, uh, the, 
Oh, excuse me. The the claims made um, by what's causing what, what's causing other things. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of a conversation that I continue to have with my son. It's an ongoing conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's about having a conversation. Yeah. When you sit down with somebody else that you disagree with and you have a civil conversation, no yelling, no screaming, and no belittling the other human being. Mm-hmm. No invalidating their claims just because of who they are, but rather invalidating the claims because the claims lack validity. For example, if I made the claim that I am a pink unicorn, well, as anybody who is watching can see that on my screen, while I am in black and white, um, I'm actually not a unicorn. So at least half of my claim is not valid. There you go. That is an easy way to have a conversation and discuss disagreements. Uh, If I wanted to continue to claim that I was a unicorn, at this point, I would present the rest of my argument for why I am a unicorn. Yeah. And we would continue to have the discussion. That is how people are supposed to work. That is how politicians are supposed to work. Um, And unfortunately, what's happening, not only at the political level, and that's a bad place for this to be happening... But also at the regular societal level, people are not sitting down and having conversations. What they're doing is that they are yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. They are belittling each other. And then they're saying, because you're part of this group, your opinion doesn't count. Because you're part of this gender, you have no rights to say anything. Because you're this, because you're that. Rather than saying, look, I feel that people of such and such group are trying to do this which hurts me rather than saying i feel because of the way other people are talking about me this is how i feel rather than doing those things they're just yelling and screaming at one another and when you Mm. have that you have no conversation you have no progress and that is what i was getting at you muzzle these people the frustration grows because they cannot contribute. Yeah. They are being, I had somebody trying to tell me that because I am a cis white male, that I have no say in feminism. It's like, well, that's fine. I don't support feminism. I support egalitarianism. I support the equality of both genders across the spectrum, across the board. Regardless of their sexual preferences, regardless of their work preferences, regardless of how they see themselves, they should all, in my mind's eye, have equal chances, equal opportunities. It does not guarantee an equal outcome, but it, an equal chance. It's a, What it is, it's equality of opportunity. And equality of treatment. You know, just because somebody is a man or somebody is a woman or somebody is neither or somebody is both does not mean that they should get worse treatment than the other person next to them, nor should they get better treatment than the person next to them. 
They should get equal treatment, equal considerations. Mm -hmm. But because I'm a cis white male in some social circles, my opinion to them doesn't matter, even though my opinion supports them. And when you demonize the people who are trying to help you, who are trying to have your back, because they don't agree 100% with your viewpoint, just with part of your viewpoint, you cannot find a middle ground. And we have that problem in politics, and we have that problem in our society. And when you bottle this crap up, you create violence, anger, angst, and all the problems that you guys are talking about. Okay. We are most assuredly way, way yeah. down an area that... Oh, uh, yeah. There I are didn't... so many fine points on this. We can't cover them tonight. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and where we are at the moment is so, so far down a rabbit hole, I had no expectation of that we have... Further. That we <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> well, how about this? I have an idea. We, we've we've had discussion nights before, where we've talked about violence, whether it's in a workplace, a school, uh, a Walmart, whatever. We've talked about the blame game before. We've talked about mental disorders sometimes being a factor, religion sometimes being a factor. Why don't we try to plan where we take one of them? Acknowledging that there's more than one, but yeah, and, and and maybe line them up so that each night could lead into a different one. Uh, this might take a couple more, more than just a couple weeks planning too for the audience to keep in mind. Uh, but maybe take one or two of these and say, okay, look, we're going to talk about this one tonight. Yeah, here's my bomb. I'm dropping in here. Yeah, go ahead. Mass shooters aren't quoting video games or quoting the president. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, you know, that's that's part of the problem. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, if I can if I can go to text point, um, it, you know, instead of lining things up, um, we could also group them together if we address um our quote unquote need to categorize things, because I think really that's the the base of a lot of problems. Because we, you know, we're trying to make everything black and white, and I mean. Like, if we consider, for example, gender, like, what is male and female? Okay, there's technical male and female. But as far as I'm concerned, male and female, already it's a role. It's a pre-prescribed -pre role, and it's almost, um, I don't know, um, illusional. Yeah, yeah and you have I to, really yeah. think that cis gender or whatever i think uh, in reality you know we're trying to put everything into little boxes but in reality life is like just a huge like super complicated venn diagram yeah but it's through simplification of complex issues that most of us are able to exist without our heads exploding sadly we are not uncomplicated beings when you start factoring in personality and society and stuff like that you can't just break it down to you know uh the the way that we do with science where okay genetically speaking you are male you are female that does not apply when you start looking into the social and uh 
philosophical and the persona uh, aspects of it because it gets way more complicated. Mm. And we, yeah, but already addressing the fact that it's complicated, that things aren't so simple, that's already a start, I think. And, and also, uh, there's a second degree, you know, these category, categorizations, um, the effect they have on other people. I mean, what effect does being of a certain gender have on other people? Like, next to none. Why does that scare us? Or scare some people? That's another thing to address. And for some people, it's perception. Uh, for some people, they feel that... Uh, for example, uh, I'm going to get on the beard tangent here because I happen to have one. Okay, we need uh, to do this really, really fast. Psychologists actually did determine that not in all societies but in a significant number of societies, older men with beards were considered to be more trusted in what they had to say than older men without beards. Um, in fact, that's where Baldface Liar came from for a while. If you look up the history of Baldface Liar, hmm. it, uh, the insult meaning the person who uh, doesn't have a beard and is trying to tell you or sell you something you know, they don't, they're not worth listening to. Um, so we have perceptions going back a long distance, um, causing interference here, but it still boils down to communication. If we're not talking to each other, if we're just yelling, nobody's listening. Mm. And I think there's a lot of people that feel like they're not being heard. When you look at how Facebook and Twitter interacts, uh, look at the interactions with the president on Twitter. You know, he makes statements on Twitter that drive people in the media and in the political arenas nuts. Why? Uh, why is he doing it? He's the only president who has done these things. No, he why does he it? No, nuts, he does it because he know he can, and it keeps his opponents off balance. Because they're so busy looking at that, they're not seeing anything else he's doing. Look, keys. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got them chasing the shiny. Why do people do this? I mean, that's that's really what we have to look at. I mean, yeah. Okay, I know the show's almost over, but I mean, um. There's a lot to want to say. I want to say there, but like, if I were to say something to you, like, how will your words affect me, and why do they affect me? I mean, if you were to insult me, um, I would actually consider what you said, and if uh, you were right in any of what you said, I'd have to give you credit for it, and that's well, it. But if you are if you are completely wrong in what you're saying, that's a reflection on you, not on me. Anyways, all right. Yeah, yeah. We we are we are really starting to butt up on uh, on uh, closing up time. Uh, normally speaking, I would pretty much hit everybody individually to see if there was anything left to to hit. But we've 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 covered so much ground. Uh, I'm not quite sure what what anybody might end up having at this point. So, uh, Bridget, I want to I want to ask you specifically if there is something that you wanted to drop in that 
because you've had basically the least amount of airtime at this point to talk through like anything. No. <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of the norm. I mean, she's she's said many a time, you know, I'll jump in if I got something, but uh, probably won't if I don't. So, you know. Hey, I've had a few nights like that too, and I'm I'm a talkative son of a bitch. Yeah. No, really? No, really. <laughs> I'm sending you out to Mars to go pick up that tea kettle. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> hey, the you, black know, you know what? I'm not I'm not much better, so mm. all right. Um rest of the guys for the pot, I'll go get the tea kettle. Yeah. Um <laughs> rest of the guys, uh if if kettle black. If, exactly. If there is uh, if if there is some last moment item that you want to drop in quickly, any any one of you in, in particular, if you've got something, otherwise uh, I'm I'm going to wrap. I, I'd actually Beth uh, sparked a thought in my head with one of her statements in chat. Um, she at one fifty two had mentioned we never had twenty four hour news when I grow up. When I grew up, three stations plus PBS, not internet. And this is Beth's statement. Now that sparked a thought in my head. When I remember growing up, it was uh, I'm I, I remember the news and things like that. And yeah, um, in the house growing up, the news station was not on 24 hours in my house. Uh, nowadays, I've noticed uh, you know if I have the TV on, it's on the Weather Channel. Their news a lot, uh, exponentially a lot more so than when I was a kid. Um, but I find on the days where I limit myself to one or two hours of the news at most in terms of television, I'm a lot calmer. I'm a lot less riled up. I'm a lot less angry. And I take more time to sit down and think. Whereas if I watch like four or five hours of the news, oh, I'm in a tizzy. I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm angry. And I'm more emotional. So... Maybe one of the things that we can do to help ourselves is limit our television news time to an hour or two each day and kind of call it quits. You know, hey, look, it, you know, just because there was a, you know, if there was a shooting down in Florida and you don't happen to be in the area and you don't happen to have any relatives down there, the news tomorrow is still going to be that there was a shooting down in Florida. You know, Maybe the 24 take- hours news cycle, it's going back to something Shujin was saying earlier. It was more difficult to accumulate data way back when but now it's much much easier to not only accumulate data but also to propagate it so this is going back to uh, my earlier point how programmable humans are it's become much easier to program people yeah because we get into a rhythm of stuff when i was a kid i thought oh God, the, the internet, it's going to make everybody think for themselves. It's going to be so much <laughs> access to data and all that. And exactly the opposite. Like, I was completely wrong. Exactly the opposite thing is happening. Bulletin board conversations back in the day were great with me talking with fellow nerds. It was great. I had and one of the then, BBS, the first BBS the, in our region. Then, then the freaking... So it was like... Um, one of the stores that I used to go to where none of the popular kids would go to none of the jocks, the preppies would go to, and it was a cool place for nerds and outcasts and geeks like myself would go to. I hung out with the headbangers and the skaters and all that. And we loved the place. And then one day we'd walk in and they were all the cool kids and the preppy kids. And we're like, Oh crap. We lost our cool place. We lost our safe space. 
Now I gotta find another one. And I, I think that's how some people feel nowadays. Well, let's all find an island somewhere. Well, I just posted a meme in the chat for anybody who wants to see it. Meme? In which chat? Ours. Kate after playing Grand Theft Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you put that in the HCTV channel itself. Ah, I love it. That's great. Okay, I can't pull that up right at the moment. Um, I can. That's all well and good for you. Um, okay, if if there's nothing else, uh, I can just go ahead and close this up here. Yeah, we'll yep. just give a visual description of this. It's it's Cain and Abel standing out in a field, and it says Cain after playing Grand Theft Rock 6000 BCE. Uh, you neglected the, the point where Cain has a huge rock posed over the head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cain has a Can you see that on mine? Yes, can. Okay, there you go. Funny enough, I've seen a different version of that where he's, uh, instead of a rock, it's an Xbox. Uh. Oh, no, no. An Xbox controller. You want to be sure you get it on the... No, an actual Xbox. Oh, God. So I think something along the lines of the Wii would be more effective, but anyways. Oh, stop picking on the Wii. It'll be exhausting. We shall see. All right, so... Here's 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 really quickly my last thought on the whole damn thing. The reason why I was bringing up the let's do studies on stuff that's actually doing damage to people, let's amass this information and put it into a database that can actually be, you know, searched through and investigated, that is... I'll host it. Um, hold on a second. There we go. All the, all the screens got all screwed around. Anyway, the point is, we haven't been doing that. Here in the United States, we have not been doing that because the Center for Disease Control has been told, thou shalt not investigate guns and their health-related issues. They've been disallowed from doing that. Back in the 60s, Ralph Nader famously pushed for legislation to have seatbelts added to cars because they saved lives. Now, admittedly, it was only lap belts at the time, so people ended up folding in half. But there is a significant drop-off in people who died in automobile Injuries. Can I just add a, a, a fun point? There's a record out there of Ronald Reagan uh, talking about how he's making a rant about how seatbelts are a communist plot. News to me. Yeah. Do, I, you'd have to do a Google for it. If I can find the link for it, I'll, I'll send it to you. You can put it in the notes. Appreciate it. It got to the point where people were joking that he was going to want seatbelts on the moon buggies. You know what? I think there are seatbelts on the moon buggies. You know what? Doesn't matter. Because the people that have been saved from dying or having horrible accident injuries is innumerable. There is simply no way to know how many people have been saved we can only look at the numbers and see how many died before 
it was mandated and how many after they were mandated. And all you have to do is look at that graph and see it just drop. The same way as it happened for vaccines, the same way as it happened for so many other things. But in order to have the data, you have to be allowed to do the collections. Take the muzzle off of CDC. Let them do the research that they need to do so that we can make an informed decision on what we as a society need to do. There is no simple answer to any of this crap that's going on. But there is definitely one thing that can be done, and that's get information. Any good villain knows if you want to strike at somebody, you get information. You want to take out Spider-Man, you find out who he's close to. You want to figure out how to get rid of gun deaths? Find out what it's close to. Take the muzzle off the CDC. With that, we're going to close close out the night. And man, it is safe to say that I had no idea this was going to explode the way that it did for tonight. I really had no idea. But we got stuff we're going to end up having to talk about. And fortunately, we've got a we've got a discord channel where we can put ideas together. And who knows, maybe maybe we'll have some idea come to it all. So as always, everybody, thank you very much for being part of the show with us tonight. We hope that you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives and got something to think about for later. As usual, let me thank the crew for being here. Joseph, thank you very much for your time, and uh, you have yourself a good morning, sir. Oh, you go up. You have yourself a good evening. Thanks for having me on. And I'm sorry I'm late. I was no, late. You, you make it as you make it, because you can make it when you make it. So don't worry about it. I'm just well, thank I'm, you. I'm tickled that you make it. <sighs> yeah, well, it is 5 a.m. here. <laughs> Whatever. True enough. Still. Tech. Um, I, I I do feel left out about the beer part, though. Well, you're you're closer to Germany than the rest of us, so you can you can yeah, but pop it's five a.m. <laughs> yeah, well, you figure something out. We'll do something one day. Tech, thank you. You have yourself a good morning and uh, rest well. Absolutely. Thank you, and you have a good one too. No worries. Um, I, I will. I will have one other thing. I'm gonna tell everybody in a couple of moments Joey glad you were able to make it um I really hope that I did not um completely stomp on stuff you were trying to get out Uh, I'm sorry if I did but thank you 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 certainly did not and I apologize because I was kind of losing the message I was going for by trying to tackle each and every bit of minutia that was involved it's just I reiterate this is far more complicated than being able to point at one thing and say, that's to blame. We know this yeah. because we've been asking this question since the dawn of communication in our species. And let's face it, we haven't come up with the answer yet. 
can I can I just so, add that that's probably exactly why they're pointing just to one thing to blame to distract you from the rest. Well, okay. it's not. Oh, hold it's it, not hold the, it, hold it. Yeah. We're done. No yeah. more. We're not adding anything more. The the only thing I wanted to do is sum it up. It's way more complicated than what we're going to find out on this show. Otherwise, we would have already fixed the problem. Fair enough. Bridget, thank you for your time this morning. Uh, little much as there was, but uh, I was expecting to be able to hit you a little bit more for the medical aspect of it all, for you know, data collection and, and such, because you know, it's kind of your avenue a little bit more than the rest of us. Oh, I just kind of didn't get around there. <laughs> nope, I tried. I really, yeah. I really tried. I know. But thank you, hon. You have yourself a, a good sleep tonight. You too. And if anybody wants to send me a friend request on Facebook, I'm Bridget Fitch 10. I think it's 10. And my uh, blog is BridgetFitch2112.wordpress.com. Fair enough. And Dallin, um, thank you for blowing up my phone. I really do appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) He's... No, it's good. It's good. It's good. I'll, I'll tell you why. In a, I'll t- by the by the way, did you catch you last, did did you get did you catch the opening for last week's show? Because uh, uh, yes, I did. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's all right. Sorry about that. Did a little bit of editing too on that. Uh, in, in any case, anybody's wondering what the exactly what it is the heck I'm talking about. I am the curator of the audio version of this show over at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you can download our dulcet tones and sensual voices in audio podcast format. Yes, the alcohol is beginning to kick in from tonight's dinner. Don't judge me. Um, and when I want to uh, spew off some other thoughts for myself, uh, you can catch that over at inthewind.yo5.ca. Yeah, thank you, Matt. Uh, the, re- the reason why I'm, I'm cringing and having fun at his expense is that uh, I spoke uh, i use the term loosely uh, nor a norwegian word um poorly i might add <clears throat> yes poorly but uh, i i got the point across is what, what i was trying <laughs> to do and i did i did tease Dallin the whole time i was i was trying to say the norwegian um word for steering board which i pronounced poorly so um if you want to if you want to find out what that one was, that's 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 last week's show. Have fun at that. But other than that, um, of course, folks in the live chat, thank you very much for being with uh, Beth, Trippin, um, Stephanie. Thank you, guys. Really do appreciate it. Um, there was one piece that ended up happening, and if anybody wants to go looking through the uh, uh, through the the chat on the video portion, you will see it. Where, um, Boo Boo went ahead and said, well, no one uh, loosely translated. Well, no wonder your wife left you for those that were concerned for me. First off, thank you. Second, honest and truly. Well, a, I have made black humor jokes along those lines before. And, um, I, I am not in any way, shape or form upset with that. I am and still, I'm far and away more upset that that mofo was actually making so many assertions without backing them up. Seriously, 
that is far and away got me more pissed off than any other piece. So don't sweat it. I am not in any way. Uh, I, I'm I'm not in any way upset with that part at all. I mean, I I have I have joked that you know I could get into a relationship with people, and you know it it probably will end up better than my last relationship because you know up to this point you know no murder charges, so you know I'm ahead of the game. So well, you know, I can make my jokes. I can make my jokes. I, I can mean, take them. Look at what I usually say. You know, I, I get a lot of people, you know, breaking my balls. Whatever, say, hey, look, if I wanted to, if I wanted to keep up with this kind of abuse, I'd have stayed married. Mm. See, you know, <laughs> so G- granted, not not quite as uh, th- there's not quite as much gravitas behind it as uh, as with anything you do, but um, you know, the, the sentiment is still there. Although my sister now tells me I really should start dropping this because she seems to think I live in the past. I'm going to go listen to my Boston album now. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget about uh, don't forget about John's you know cover. But that's that's shit. I should maybe tomorrow we'll see. <laughs> anyway, we need to get on. Uh, we need to get on out of here. As yes, Dallin mentioned, uh, take a swing over to holycrapthevlogcast.com for all of our contact links and uh, the download link. If you'd like to leave a voicemail message, number is eight five nine HCTV five five four. 859-428-8554. And of course, if you want to drop a little bit of money, uh, sure, yep, yeah, feel free. Patreon.com slash HCTV. I don't know why I keep looking over to remind myself of that one. That's like the only one where we specifically got HCTV. Don't ask me why. I just got lucky that way, I guess. In any case, we will be looking forward to seeing you again next week. And... Uh, like I said, I'm still kind of tinkering with everything, so uh, just bear with me. But thanks for being with us. And again, for anybody that's a little worried about me and my feelings on this whole thing, it's all good. Don't worry about it. It's all fine. For those of you that have little ones that are starting school as early as this upcoming week, please just be careful out there, especially with driving. And... one parent to all the rest of you. I really, really hope that you people don't have to invest an extra $250 for a Kevlar reinvested, a Kevlar reinforced backpack for your kids. There's no reason why this kind of thing should be happening. But that's another worry for another night. So until the next time, everyone, we'll see you all, as always. On behalf of the crew, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. And of course, my lady, happy birthday. Matane, Fujin. I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Till the next time we get together, everyone. As always, until then. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening. <laughs>